Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. The clerk will notify the governor of the state of New York of the action of the House. I'm shocked, shocked. Under Clause 5D of Rule 20, the chair announces to the House that in light of the expulsion of the gentleman from New York, Mr. Santos, the whole number of the House is now 434. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. You have no idea. You know you hard drives can be manipulated. Are you suggesting the New York Post participating in a conspiracy to construct the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop? That's what this is. This damn conspiracy. And everyone's in on it. Who's your captain? Howie Carr. Funny, you don't, you don't look Palestinian. From the nation to the sea, Palestine will be free. From the nation to the sea? No, from the uh, mountains to the sea. From the mountains to the sea? Yeah. Which mountains? You're such dopes. You're not serious people. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. If you'd like to join us, the number, as always, 844-500-4242, I didn't watch the debate last night. I didn't think anybody was going to watch the debate last night between Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and Governor Gavin Newsom of California. It was uh, moderated by Sean Hannity from Fox News. Went on for an hour and a half, head-to-head with a pretty good football game, one of the few good football games on Thursday night this year. And But this morning I woke up and s- started going around and talking to people. First two guys I talked to this morning, they said, did you watch the debate last night? I was surprised, quite surprised. And apparently, it, it was, wasn't a bad debate. So I guess we're going to be talking about it for a while. But late last night in the show, after we left uh, Newsmax, uh, we got a call from uh, Mr. Garcia, one of our regular callers in, uh, from Newark, New Jersey. And he, he, was, he was asking about it. And I said, you know, you, you're going to save, save a lot of us trouble, Mr. Garcia. Why don't you watch the debate and give us a report on it on on uh, Friday, and he agreed. And so before we before we go to the uh, tapes, uh, the tapes and take your calls, I wanted to check in with Mr. Garcia. Mr. Garcia, did you watch the entire debate last night? Yes, I watched the debate. Listen, both is great debate, no question about it. But one is BS. It's the governor in California, Governor Newsom, EBS, we have all the record crime, people in the street, people homeless, illegal immigration, and he has the proof to to have the, he, he a great debater, that happened to Hillary, Hillary he, he a great debater. Well, you know, one of, one of the guys I talked to who, who watched it for a while last night said, you know, Gavin Newsom is really a slick uh, character. You know, the only thing is that uh, he just, he, you know, he was pretty good when he wasn't talking about facts. Because when, when he was confronted on facts, Mr. Garcia, he had to lie. Because 
the facts are, are so damning when it comes to the Golden State. Yeah, and, and I remember the when Hillary and um, Trump debate. Hillary was a great debater. If Hillary fixed McCain or Mick Romney, Hillary win quick. Because thank God Trump was tough and tough question, and she she cannot beat Trump. That's a question. Then guy, then guy, he did, he ran with Hillary because Hillary, long time ago, he should to be a president. But you see, the Democrat is a great debater by a bunch of BS. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. BS. Exactly. I'm gonna. I, I. From what I read, this was the this was the cut of the uh, of the evening. Uh, Taylor, cut twelve. So I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida, and he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff, and he's really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, oh, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law, so we do count Gavin's in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. <laughs> I heard that uh, Gavin Newsom did uh, did quite the double take when he uh, when Ron DeSantis said that, Mister Garcia. Yep, um, I tell you, um, DeSantis won because DeSantis had the facts. He did great, um, and I, I believe both. It's a great debate of both, no question about it. But DeSantis won the debate because DeSantis had the proof. You know, yeah. it's a great. It's a great governor, no question about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to do him much good in the uh, in in the uh, Republican primary field. But uh, it's it sounds like it was a pretty good debate. Well, listen, thank you, Mr. Garcia, for watching the the debate for us, and uh, we're going to keep talking about this for a while because there were, there was a lot of interesting stuff in this uh, in it, and uh, you know, one of them, one of the things that I thought was interesting too was that. Uh, was when he they they started getting into a debate about uh, COVID and uh, you know the the lockdowns and again it's like Mr. Garcia was saying and everybody that I've talked to who watched it was saying Gavin Newsom was just making facts up out of thin air and just claiming that all these thousands of people had died in Florida as opposed to uh, as opposed to California and you know it was really a, he didn't say it but you know, it was a wonderful thing that he did uh, you know when they were having cops uh, arrest uh, surfer dudes that were uh, you know out on the beach by themselves no one within hundreds of yards of them and then the co- you've saw you've seen the videotape of the uh, cops closing in it just the, the it was it was insane what was going on. The L.A. Uh, health di- health director, who was not a physician, by the way, who had a, a, a degree in social welfare from Brandeis in, in Massachusetts, a doctor. What, I forget, Doctor Farrar, I believe, was her name. They, I, they always they always call these people that are PhDs, including Jill Biden, who's not even a P, she doesn't even rise to a PhD level. She's a doctor of education, which is. So far down, I, it's hard to express. So, so they, these were the people who were making the decisions. They put on a white coat and they do whatever the hell they pleased. But I, I want to play a. Uh, this is Newsom. Uh, this is it's Ron DeSantis talking about Newsom, and he really makes the the really great point here at the end. This goes on for a while, but he's really going to uh, he, he's really going to give uh, Newsom the zinger. And Republicans have to do this more and more with Democrats. Cut number nine. 
they tax too much. They regulate too much. They have a political agenda. It's not a good climate for business. They've lost a lot of companies. A lot of companies have moved to Texas. We have had some to Florida, but they've lost a lot of companies to Texas because they're not doing a good job uh, looking out for folks and not creating a good business environment. And, um, you know, when I have people that come to Florida, uh, they tell me, you know, you guys actually want us to succeed in Florida. And they feel like when they're in California, they don't want Disney's business telling? to succeed. Is that what Disney's and all that saying, stuff. the Tampa Bay Rays? Well, actually, yeah. I think that's an interesting point with Disney because uh, I had Disney open during COVID and we made them a fortune and we saved a lot of jobs. You had Disney closed inexplicably for over a year. You were not following science. You were a lockdown governor. You did a lot of damage to your people. You had more kids locked out of school for a longer period of time in California than anywhere else in the country. It was the working class kids. It was the middle income kids. His kids were in private school. They were in class in person. He locked people out because of the teachers union. He is owned by the teachers union. You will never cross the teachers union. This is just a lot of hot What I liked about that is when he said the lockdown hurt the working class and the middle class kids. Your kids were in private schools. That has to be hammered home. I I don't think a lot of people, even to to this day, understand that uh, as as they impose their their globalism, their uh, their authoritarianism on the rest of us, they don't. They're not going to abide by it. They're taking private jets to this latest uh, energy confab in the in the Gulf states. You know, they're uh, they, they they they're not they're not worried about being laid off. They've they've all got trust funds. They've all they've all got they all live in gated communities. They all have uh, they they all have uh, chauffeured limousines. And, and Gavin Newsom is the classic example of, uh, of, of Democrats like, like that. I, I put out a tweet today. I had uh, Emma put it out. I got all the uh, pictures of all, the, uh, all the, the Democrat, basically women politicians with their gas stoves. They want to take away your gas stove. But they're not, they're not going to give up, the, you know, uh, AOC, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi. They're not gonna, none of them are going to give up their gas stoves, you know. Gretchen Whitmer didn't want anyone taken out a boat during COVID, but her husband took out a boat, didn't he? Her husband went and said, "Do you know who I am?" to the boat to the uh, to the owner of the uh, boat yard, the marina, and said, let, "Let my boat out. I'm the I'm the governor's, uh, and he's she's a Democrat." Governor uh, Pritzker in Illinois, he said he shut down everything, and then he took a he had his family take a private jet down here to Wellington where they have a big horse ranch. He's a billionaire. So everybody in Illinois is locked down, and his family's riding horses down here in Florida. In Ron DeSantis' state, by the way, 844 Finally, some good news. Because of you, Preborn has rescued over 44,000 babies this year alone. Right now, thousands of mothers are awaiting the birth of their precious babies, and thousands upon thousands of babies are taking their first breath. Since its beginnings, Preborn's network of clinics has rescued over 280,000 babies. That's a miracle. The overturning of Roe v. Wade only made them more ravenous for abortion access. So now we need to become more passionate as well to save these innocent lives. Thanks to Preborn, we can do just that. 
For just $28, you can empower a mother to choose life. You see, once she gets that, once she sees the precious life growing inside of her and hears her baby's heartbeat, she is twice as likely to choose life. And right now, through a match, your gift is doubled. Please give the most generous gift that will go 100% toward life. Just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby or go to preborn.com slash Howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. You're listening to The Howie Carr Show. Today's poll question is brought to you by Tobias Hearing Center in Quincy, Massachusetts. They helped me get fitted with a pair of state-of-the-art hearing aids, and they can help you, too. And for a limited time only, mention Howie Carr and receive up to $200 off your hearing aids. That's TobiasHearing.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is what's your favorite fast food hamburger chain? McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, other, or never go to places like that. I, I should have put never go to places like that anymore because it makes me seem like a snob, but I never go to places like that. That's my answer. 23% say they never go to places like that. 24% each say Wendy's or other. 17% for Mc, uh, McDonald's and 13% for Burger King. Yeah, we we were talking about a front page story in the Wall Street Journal. McDonald's aims for a better burger. They've been working for seven years, seven years on uh, redesigning all of their burgers. They uh, they they chop the lettuce instead of shred it now. They put fewer sesame seeds on the bun. They cook the burgers six at a time rather than eight. They took them seven years to put this all together. I'm. I guess I guess you got to do a lot of research. 844-500-4242. Dr. Luke, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dr. Luke. How are you doing, Howie? Good. Hey, uh, you know, I just want to flash back to uh, when when Trump was president as as uh, in contrast to how O Biden is handling the destruction of our country when um Oh, Biden had Xi Jinping come over to San Francisco. Yes, it was. It was almost like he was saying, "Sir, I've been a valued employee. Can I have a raise?" <laughs> that's that's exactly. You know, they said he really threw out the red carpet, and I thought to myself, "If your boss comes to town and you're in, you know, you're in an an, an outpost, you don't you don't you make sure that the office is really spiffed up and looking good." Dr. Luke, that's the least you could do for the guy who signs your paychecks. Shame on what these people are doing. I miss Donald Trump. I miss the gas prices, how low they used to be. I miss being able to buy affordable food. Yeah, uh, no, we we all I, do. I thanks, thanks for the call, Dr. Luke. 617, I'm a Trumper, and I watched the debate last night, and to me it reinforces your poll from earlier this week that DeSantis would be the choice if Trump stepped down. Ron embarrassed the Pat Riley wannabe. <laughs> we'll take one more call, and then we, we have something about the Pat Riley wannabes here. That's a good way to put it, the Pat Riley wannabe. 
There's other ways to put it, too, and we'll we'll give them to you in a moment. Dave, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Howie, at least I'll say this much about Gavin Newsom. They caught him at the restaurant, but they never caught him at the hairdresser like they did Nancy. So, you know, <laughs> he was pretty slick about it, you can bet. You know he doesn't do it himself. <laughs> Yeah, but he could do it himself. I mean, I, we've got all these commercials that we're going to play, and it's and I was looking at them on on YouTube today. We're we're just going to all the old commercials about the various uh, various greasy kid stuff, and uh, people were people put it in their own hair. I mean, you, you got to have it. You got to have it cut and trimmed and a razor cut and all that. But you can you can actually grease it back yourself. What is what the what does Bart Starr say you should use, or what did he say, the former Green Bay quarterback? Sam, you still using that greasy kid stuff on your hair? You still putting that greasy kid stuff on your hair? He's talking to his backup, Ben Wade, who I never even heard of, but they were they were doing a commercial together. There was even a song about greasy kid stuff back in nineteen sixty two. That icky, sticky, what is it, ucky, yucky, greasy kid stuff. That was a woman named Janie Grant. That was a good song. That was a, got up to number 74 on the Billboard Hot 100 back in uh, 1962. That greasy kid stuff. You know, you know another guy he resembles, now that I think about it, Ed Kooky Burns from uh, 77, Sunset Strip. You know, Kooky Kooky, Lend Me Your Comb, another great song. And then, of course, I, I think that... Uh, there was an, another great uh, – this is what I always thought of him as being – I always think of him as being a Brill Cream guy. Brill Cream. Brill Cream, a little dabble do ya. Brill Cream, you look so debonair. Brill Cream, the gals will all pursue ya. They love to get their fingers in your hair. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't get the the uh, memo that says Brill Cream a little dabble do ya because he's got a lot more than a little dab. Of, uh, of of brill cream on his hair, but again, it it's not just there. Were, there were all kinds of hair preparations. Then now that now now it's more gel than anything else. It used to just be cream oil, cream oil. This this was another one of the big cream oils. Get wild root cream oil, Charlie. It keeps your hair in trim. Cream oil keeps hair handsome and healthy looking, neat but not greasy. Gives you confidence in your appearance all day long. Get Hiya, handsome. Keeping all the girls away. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. How can you, how can you take that guy seriously when he's got his hair like that? I mean, it it was hard for Bart Starr to take it seriously in nineteen fifty eight with the, all that greasy kid stuff. 844-500-4242. We'll be right back with your calls in just a moment. I'm Howie Carr.
live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. You better get wild root, cream oil chalice, start using it today, you'll find that you will have a tough time, Charlie, keeping all those gals away. Nat King Cole, the immortal Nat King Cole, doing the Wild Root Cream Oil song. I never heard that until today. Taylor and I both came across it on uh, on YouTube. Never never heard that one. Actually, though, the, f- the funniest one is the one that they used on Sam Spade, where it's just like a barbershop quartet or quintet, uh, you know, screaming it out, belting it out. I, again, what what does Gavin Newsom use? Does he use Wild Root? The greasy kid stuff, brill cream, vitalis, or some other kind of pomade. That would have been a good question if they were doing back and forth between themselves. Newsom could have asked, do you wear lifts in your shoes? And DeSantis could have asked, what, do you prefer greasy kid stuff, et cetera, et cetera. But it was, from what I'm told, it was a pretty good debate. Uh, Travis, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Travis. Hey, man, how's it going? Um, all I could think of listening to you and watching that debate was, uh, oh, brother, where art thou? When he keeps looking for his pomade. I freaking love it. I was laughing my butt off. <laughs> pomade, that's an, old, that's an old-fashioned word, Travis. People are mentioning it on the, uh, on the uh, text line. And by the way, if you want to text me, text Howie to 617 213 1066. Uh, <laughs> greasy kid stuff. That, that, was, that was a ubiquitous expression in the uh, late 50s, early 60s. And it's just, it's, it's total, it's, I mean, it's in history books now or history of advertising, but nobody uses it anymore. But it's, you know, Gavin Newsom, if anyone could bring it back, it's Gavin Newsom. 844-500-4242. I don't want this pomade. I want Dapper Dan. I don't care, Dapper Dan. I care fop. Well, I don't want fop, goddammit. (laughs) That's been requested quite a bit on the text line in the last couple of minutes. I'm a Dapper Dan man. (laughs) Paul, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Paul. You triggered me, Howie. With that, I never could get good hair, Irish slash Polish hair, no matter yeah, what I did. I, just, yeah, I'm the same way. Know, you know, Vitalis in the winter didn't do any good, cream oil, butch wax, that didn't help in the summer. It was, I needed Italian hair or something, it just never worked, never good. Yeah, butch wax. Now there was another thing. I I used to, I used, when I was a little kid, I used butch wax for a while, you know, when you, you get your hair standing up. And then my father was a was at a uh, ho- he worked at a at a uh, the Mountain View house in Whitefield, New Hampshire, and I went up there, and they had this uh, this freshwater swimming pool. It was a great swimming pool from a uh, from a mountain spring in the. Is in this the story going to end with little kids touching your hairy legs? No, no. I I had the butch wax in my hair, Taylor, and I dove into that beautiful pool, and I came up, and guess what? My hair was green wherever the butch wax had been. 
it had gone from brown to green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once I got the butch wax out in the shower, it was it was gone. But I've always remembered that moment. Butch wax. There's another one. They, it's definitely what he's using though is definitely not butch wax. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two six zero three. Officer Mark says I was expecting the Just Stop Oil protesters to be at the debate and try to glue themselves to Gavin Newsom's barber chair. That's a good one, Officer Mark. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two six four one. With that much fossil fuel in Newsom's hair, how can he be a Democrat? I think he has to answer these questions if he wants to run for president. Who, how, you know, what what is he putting into his hair? You know, it's one thing for Matt Gates. You know, he's just a congressman, one of four hundred and thirty-five now, four hundred and thirty-four as of this morning. But you know, this Gavin Newsom, governor of the largest state, wants to be president, and and what is it? What is his carbon footprint from all that oil? Eight four four five hundred forty-two forty-two. Zebra, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Zebra. Thanks for taking the call. You know, I'm up here in the uh, the state where there's 10 months of winter and two months of bad skiing, New Hampshire. And I think last night's debate, DeSantis made some very good points that are yes, going to resonate did. with New Hampshire voters. And I got a comment on, on um, uh, Newsom's hair and all that. I, I'd like to quote Boris Badenoff. I think he had moose and squirrel in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zebra. 844-500-4242. Some people think the, the highlight of the debate, I thought it was when he said, you know, your father-in-law moved down here to Florida to to Newsom. The, that, that kind of took him aback a little bit. But I think uh, some people think that the, the best thing he did was he brought out the uh, poop map of, uh, of San Francisco. And, of course, Gavin Newsom used to be the mayor of San Francisco before he became the governor of California. So he's he's got a lot to answer for, for the destruction of uh, one of the most beautiful cities in the United States, if not the world. So uh, uh, Ron DeSantis pulled out the uh, the map, the the infamous or famous map of, uh, of San Francisco, California area. Uh, cut 11. This is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town, then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own just, And he's just kind of chuckling like, oh, ho, 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 ho. what's so funny? Does, does, does Governor DeSantis amuse you or are you... Uh, are you chuckling about the human feces on the uh, on the streets of San Francisco? 844-500-4242. That's uh, uh, 617. We used dippity-doo in the 80s. <laughs> dippity-doo. Dippity-doo. You. Dippity-doo. Or setting your hair. No matter how you slice it, it's still... Greasy kid stuff. Mary, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mary. 
Oh, hi, Howie. <clears throat> I'm a state worker. Yes. On the lower level, <laughs> uh, moderate income, and we've been waiting for our raise for so long. Right. And people I work with say, oh, it's coming, it's coming. I said, have you been watching the news? All the illegals coming in, they need the money for them. And sure enough, it was denied today. <laughs> Right. It's a, the Republicans are holding it up. The House has gone out of session. So to bring something up, the House or the Senate, they need a an in, they need an informal session. And anyone can stop one person out of out of 160 in the House or 40 in the Senate can stop it with one with one vote by a single objection. So the Republicans have been stopping it because they don't want to give any more money to the uh, illegal aliens. I don't think they're against uh, your, your unions uh, getting the money. I mean, everybody knows you guys negotiated these uh, these union deals. Some some of the unions negotiated six months ago, and they 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 want to get the back pay just generally and especially for Christmas. But uh, it's being held up. It's just a uh, it's it, it's just a legislative uh, problem. You'll you'll get the. I know I know it's easy for me to say, Mary, because I'm not affected. But you you'll get the money fairly soon, I would think. Thanks for the call, uh, Richard. You're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Richard. Hey, Howie. I was going to mention. I think it was back in the '80s or so. It was uh, just after you know Sean Cassidy, all the feathered hair type stuff. Yeah. All the guys wanted to keep their, their feathered hair, and there was a product, it was like mousse, hair mousse. And you would put it in, and then you'd sculpt your hair, and then you'd try to soften it up, then you put more in. By the end of the night, it was like cardboard consistency, and you'd be going home with like a cardboard helmet on your head. And, well, isn't that uh, the same thing with hair, hairspray, too? You can, get the, you can get that same effect with uh, just uh, hairspray, right? couldn't buy the hairspray they had to get the moose at the time because that was uh, i'd much you know you what know, i'd much rather use the hairspray just, i i've used hairspray in the past on tv you know when i what i now my now i cut my hair short or have it cut short so i don't have to worry about it but when i had to worry about it coming down on my forehead i would sometimes use the spray but the thing about the spray is you don't have to get your hands all greasy. But I moose, I mean, I, why would you do that to your to yourself? I mean, the same thing with the Vitalis or the Greasy Kid stuff or uh, any of these other wild root cream oil. Why would you do that? The, so you put it in your hair, and then the first thing you have to do is go to the sink and put hot water on it and soap and try to get it off your damn hands, right? Exactly. And the other thing too is, did you notice this, Taylor, when you were looking at all those uh, those ads for all these products that Gavin Newsom apparently is obsessed with? That when the when the guys would put it in their hair, the girls would immediately want to run their hands through his hair. Yeah, hands off. When, when was the last time you you know you saw some oil spilled on the street and wanted to put your fingers into the oil? I, I mean, it's it it. it didn't doesn't make any sense, does it? Well, when's the last time you fixed up your hair just to have a woman run her hands through it immediately and mess it up? <laughs> it's a waste of product. Yeah. Petroleum there was, there was prices one, going through the roof? No, thank you. One of those Brill Cream ads that I saw today on YouTube, it said, a little dab will do you. So this guy, uh, so the, the girl kisses him, and then it said, but this guy decided to use two dabs, and now he's in trouble. And I'm thinking to myself, in trouble. 
it's an old-fashioned expression. I know what the old-fashioned expression is. He He's in trouble? And then the girl talks, and then the girl looks up at the camera and talks about how much she can't resist him because he has two dabs of brill cream in him. Did I, if I ever see if I see Kimberly Guilfoyle down at uh, down at Mar-a-Lago, should I ask her if uh, she ever uh, ever was uh, so so uh, so enamored when she saw her ex-husband as uh, it, with the with the brill cream and the little the little dabble do him in there it, that she had to just run her hands her hands through his hair. Andrew, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Andrew. Even though I'm a little embarrassed that I'm probably going to use uh, styling mousse, <laughs> only because I haven't used it since the late 80s when I had this spiky hair, but I just emulated what the beautician, you know, this lady told me what to do because now my hair is, I let it grow longer. But um, at least I committed that. But with Gavin Newsom and the Democrats, a common lie that they always tell is that they say 10 million jobs created, but like he pointed out, DeSantis, that they were locked down, those jobs, and then right. COVID, the restrictions, and also gas prices, they say the same, it's went down fifty. yeah, but your policies put it all the way to almost $6, or inflation's down 30%, yeah, but it was 1.5 under right. Trump's policies, <laughs> so they always feel the, the same pattern of lies. I know, and, and you know, I, I was surprised that he didn't bring up the uh, the the lie about how he approved this uh, curriculum saying that uh, slavery helped the slaves, which was which was BS. But he he didn't get to that, I don't think. But he did get to the point about the "Don't Say Gay" bill, which is totally false. And you would think, and, and of course, DeSantis has batted that back in their face. There's nothing in that bill about gay, and it's just about uh, these these pornographic books. And he pointed out the the the, porno, the pornography that they're putting in the schools. But, you know, being a Democrat and being from a one-party state in particular, Gavin Newsom figures he can get away with anything and nobody's ever going to push back on him. So he just spouts that same damn lie about the don't say gay bill. Thanks for the call, Andrew. 844-500-4242. With the current economy, tensions in the Middle East, and a great deal of uncertainty, to say we're not, we've not experienced times like these is an understatement. But now is not the time to forget our fallen heroes. Despite what is happening around us, we still have so many reasons to be a grateful nation. And in large part, we have our military and our veterans to thank for our liberties and our freedoms. National Wreaths Across America Day is Saturday, December 16th. You can join in the mission to remember our fallen heroes, honor those who currently serve, and to teach younger generations the value of their freedoms. A $17 donation to Wreaths Across America sponsors a fresh, handmade balsam wreath from Maine with a single red bow. The veterans' wreaths have become a gift of America's respect. The circular wreath made with 10 balsam bouquets is a catalyst for unity, healing, and an expression of gratitude. Join more than 2 million volunteers and supporters who will gather two weeks from tomorrow to remember, honor, and teach at more than 4,000 participating locations in all 50 states, at sea and abroad. Please sponsor a Veterans Wreath today and show your appreciation for our veterans. Go to wreathsacrossamerica.org. That's wreathsacrossamerica.org. Please donate now. I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr. 
We'll be right back. Albie Carr is back. Alberto says, Go for style with my European styling gel. Shape and sculpt your hair with Alberto's new hair sculpture line. Contour, curve, form, and fashion. Alberto Hair Sculpture, when the work of art is you. Yeah, when I want to sculpt my hair, I like to go to Alberto VO5. I'd forgotten all about that. 917 on the text line mentioned it. Remember that stuff? Now I remember it, but just barely. 844-500-4242. This is, uh, this is Ron DeSantis uh, talking about the uh, pornography that's uh, allowed in uh, in some school libraries. And, uh, again, he, he really... He really took uh, Gavin Newsom to school, and this is what happens when you're uh, when you rise to power in a one-party state. You know, you just you 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 don't know how to take a punch. You don't know how to take part in a debate. And you know, we've seen uh, we've seen Newsom be handled handled in the past by guys like Adam Carolla. You know, he can't handle Adam Carolla. How's he going to handle Ron DeSantis? Cut ten. The role of the school is to educate kids, not indoctrinate kids. It's not to impose an agenda. It's to do the basics. And what we've said in Florida is it's inappropriate to tell a kindergartner uh, that their gender is a choice. It's inappropriate to tell a second grader that they may have been born in the wrong body. Now, California has that. Uh, they want to have that injected into the elementary school. My wife and I have a 7, 5, and a 3-year-old. Uh, we don't think that that's appropriate. And I know most parents do not think it's appropriate. Uh, it's also important to respect parental rights to know what curriculum is being used in the classroom, and everything should be age appropriate. I actually have something that I brought that some parents have objected to. So this is a book that's in some of the schools in California. Florida, this is not consistent with our standards, called Gender Queer. I, it's, some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children, uh, and it's wrong. So this should not be in schools. Uh, when people like on the left say that somehow you're banning books by removing this from a young kid's classroom. No, this is not age appropriate. And so we're going to stand for the rights of parents. I think we need to do that nationwide. I don't think you can have a situation where some states just trample on the rights of parents. Parents have a fundamental right to direct the education and upbringing of their kids. When you have states where the parents' rights are being trampled, guess what? The parents, if they're able either get the kids out of those schools like Gavin Newsom did with his own kids or they leave the state. As, as President Trump would say, bye-bye. 